the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. We believe, we believe, and we speak. We believe and we speak the word of God. We believe and we speak because what you believe, you speak. You believe you're sick, you're going to speak sick. Come on. You believe you're lonely, you're going to speak lonely. You believe that you are poor, then you're going to speak poor. Are we going to believe the word of God or not? Are we going to draw the line and say, no, we believe the word. It doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside. It doesn't matter if we can't see with our natural eyes. We're going to look with our spiritual eyes and we're going to see the word come to life. And we're going to speak the word. Amen. We're going to speak the word over our situation. We're going to speak the word over our feelings. We're going to speak the word over our doubt. We're going to speak the word over our families. Come on, we're going to speak the word over our children. We're going to have faith in the next generation. We're going to build the next generation. We're going to give our life for the next generation, right? That's what we're going to do. We're called to win the lost and make disciples. And that starts in our home. That starts with our children. That's starts with our family. Come on, you can make a big difference in your own house. How many are ready to make a difference in your own house? Because you know what? It's easy to be, ni- to be nice outside. It's a whole nother story to be nice in your house, to be kind, to be patient, to have self-control, to prefer one another, to believe the best, right? We got to stop being petty in our own house, right? Holding all these notes against each other. You did this and you did that. Stop. What are we doing? We're dividing our house. We need unity. We need to come together. What do we come together? With the word of God. Believe and speak the word of God. Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Like seriously, what? Life and death are in the power of your tongue. Life and death are in the power of your words. What are you speaking? We got to speak the words. We got to speak the I am's. If you don't know how to speak the word of God, then you need to get some resources. And we got some resources for you. Your I am's say who you are in Christ. And you speak those over yourself. You believe them. You speak them. You receive them. And you walk in them. Because let me tell you, you need to be bold living in this society. You got to be brave right, walking out of these doors. You never know what's going to happen. You got to go in boldness and assurance that you walking in the word of God, that you're walking with discernment, that you're walking with wisdom, that you're walking with understanding, that you're making great decisions for your future and the future generations, right? Walking in integrity. Speak life. Life and death are in the power of our tongue. Why is everything cool got to be dirty, got to be nasty, got to be negative, right? That's sick. I mean, that's probably not cool anymore. But do you know what I'm saying? Everything has got to be a negative to be cool. It's got to be. No. Why? Because the enemy's after our communication. The enemy's after the way we speak. Because if he can get in our language, he can get in our communication, then he's got us trapped. We're trapped by what? Because we've been given power. We've been given authority right here with our mouth, with our tongue. We're speaking into existence the negative. 
Help me already to speak into existence the positive. Speak into existence the word of God, right? Speak into existence, and we're going to operate in those consequences. I want the consequences of the word of God operating in my life, right? Life and death in the power of your tongue. Speak life. Speak love. I mean, no, it's so hard to say, I love you. Anybody else? The people you love the most is the hardest to say it to them. You could be like, love you, love you. Somebody you really love, you're like, I love you. <laughs> Anybody? Maybe it's just training. Is it hard? Right? Or some of you guys are like, I, but when it comes to the kids, I love you. Anyways, speak love. Come on. Speak peace. Speak peace over this situation. Speak peace. Not anxiety. Not stress. Speak peace. Right? Speak truth and speak the word. Proverbs 18.21. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it and indulge in it will eat its fruit and bear the consequences of their words. How many are ready to bear the consequences of speaking the word of God over your life? Let's bear the consequences of speaking the word of God over others. Come on, we're going to bear the consequences. We believe, therefore we speak. We speak. What are we speaking? That we are God's beloved children. That's what we're speaking, that we're his beloved kids. That we are new creation in Christ Jesus. I want the consequences of that, right? That we are co-laborers with God. You have a calling. You have a purpose. You have a destiny that you are here on this earth to fulfill. To become a co-laborer with God, right? Co-laborer with him. You're on a mission, Join the mission that we are partakers of God's divine nature. I want the consequences of putting those words out there, right? That we are heirs of eternal life. That we are overcomers by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. When's the last time you told somebody how God good is and how good? Only by the grace of God you are where you are. It is only by the grace of God that you alive today. It's only by the grace of God that you breathe in this air. It's only by the grace of God and the goodness of God that you're at that job and that you found your wife and that you have these kids and that you found this church and that the word of God is coming alive in you. Come on. It's only by the grace of God we better be testifying. No, we just moaning. Ain't no testimony. It's just moaning. Because you forgot where you came from. You forgot God promoted you here. You forgot that God's the one that got you this job. God's the one that connected you with that person. God's the one in his word and his, his uh, principles of sowing and reaping have come alive in your life. You forgot. Sorry, I'm yelling. We're not going to forget. We're not going to forget the goodness of God and be whining and crying. No, we're going to be testifying that God is good. And we are not ashamed of the gospel. We are not ashamed of the good news. We are not ashamed of what we believe in. We are not ashamed of what we stand for. We are not ashamed and we're going to be bold in the righteous. Come on, we are bold. Y'all bold? We're in right standing with God. 
makes us bold, overcomers. We are being transformed by the renewing of our mind to the word of God. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings. You don't got to be over here thirsting for what the world has because they need what you have. And you got to offer that to them. You know what? We got to walk in confidence. But if you don't have an understanding that you're blessed with all spiritual blessings, right, then you don't, you're just thirsty for what the world has to offer. And what the world has to offer is, is a, a counterfeit. It's a fake. It's a fake, Right? Jesus died on the cross so that you could be healed. What does the world offer? Medicine, drugs, alcohol, counterfeit. Jesus died on the cross. He became poor so that you could be made rich. What is the counterfeit? Debt, credits, credit cards, just thirsting after somebody else's lifestyle. Let me tell you, man, Pastor Dan be all over the guys about get a job and level up and that bank account. But let me tell you, let me get after the girls, okay? You want this man, you want him to have a job, you want him to have a bank account, you want to know his, his um, credit score. And what do you bring to the table, okay? You want all this stuff and you want these nails and you want these lashes and you want this everything, right? And you want this level of life. But what do you know how to cook? This is a serious question that I would like to ask this generation of women. Do you know how to cook? Do you have a set of pants? Do you know how to boil water? Come on. Do you know how to budget your grocery list? Do you know how to go to the store? Ask the butcher for something. Do you know the cut of meat your man likes? Do you know? No, y'all don't know nothing. Y'all, and y'all say, I want this and I want that. And I will, come on, level up, men. Level up, level up. Woman, it's time to level up, right? It's trying to be a Proverbs 31 woman. She got her own business. Come on. She's going around doing what she needs to do. What does she do? She honors her husband. Oh, man. I, I, I feel for you guys. Man, they're over here like shaking in their boots with the bank account. It's leveled up, girls. But it's wild because I was teaching this in the youth. But, you know, let me tell you, they all know how to put on a press nails. They all know how to just set them glue and them lashes like, Bam! But they don't know how to do nothing in the kitchen. They don't wash their own clothes. Like, I'm telling you, I'm not saying that your, your place is only at home. But if you're going to expect this level of, of a successful, godly, hardworking man, then you better become a successful, godly, hardworking woman. That's for free. I don't know who needed that, but that's for free, right? We're co-laborers, right? We're in this together. You guys, may we make a good team anyways, right? That was for free. 
We are blessed with all spiritual blessings. We are daily overcoming the devil. Come on, the devil and darkness is not overcoming us. Not overcoming our day. No, we're daily overcoming the devil. We deliver from the power of darkness. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. We are more than conquerors. We are made righteous. We are made prosperous. We are set apart for God's good use. Did you know that you are set apart? He called you. You, He has a specific plan and purpose for your life that only you can fulfill. We need you. We need you in the body of Christ. We need you in this local church. We need you to play your part. You have a special part to play. Let me tell you, in your whole body, who wants to be the armpit? Anybody? Anybody want to be the armpit? Come on, who wants to be the crusty, dusty little toe that always gets banged? Who wants to be that? Anybody? No, but we need your toe. Stub that little toe and see what happens. You walking like this. Because we need you. We need you. We need that little toe to play its part. We need every part of the body operating. Come on, we need you. You're set apart. We're forgiven. We are healed. We are healed by the stripes of Jesus. We ain't dealing with sickness. Come on, we're commanding that sickness to go, leave. We are healed. We are the salt of the earth. We are making a difference. We are influencing this world and we're not being influenced by it because salt makes a difference. Let me tell you, put some salt on that meat. Yeah, tasting real good, dried out. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Without the salt, you're like, Bleh. especially when you got them cheap meats. <laughs> you got to salt them up, get them a little tender, right? It's the tricks. How many of you are ready to be salt? Stop being so influenced by this world and let's make a difference and influence it. We are the light of the world. How do we get rid of darkness? Do we just shovel it out of the room, right? We just gotta, we gotta shovel it out of here. We gotta get the darkness now. No, you turn the light on. We turn the light on. We need to turn the light of the word of God on in our lives and everywhere that we go, darkness flees. Darkness flees, not judgment. Not being, not being some uh, Christian that's throwing scriptures around, but you walk with a level of integrity and character and authority that people know darkness is leaving. It's got to go, right? We're doers of the word of God, not hearers only. We don't come to just hear a good message. We come to apply this message out of this building, out in the workplace, out in our schools, come on, out in the government, making a difference with the word of God that we are hearing. How many ready to be a doer of the word? Not just a hearer only, where you take cute notes and your notebook looks gray and you post in about it. No, we're going to live it. We're going to have our life be an open letter to this world that God is good. And if he did it for me, he will do it for you. Come on. We are chosen. You guys, we are chosen generation. God picked you for this very moment. He chose you. You are chosen. Don't let the enemy, don't let the world, don't let people put you down and put you in a box and tell you, no, you ain't going nowhere. You ain't doing nothing. Yes, you are chosen by God. You are chosen by him. We are the few. Come on, we're the laborers. They're few, that's us. We're the few, right? What do we do? We win the lost and we make disciples. We're bold as lions and we are not ashamed of the gospel. God's word said it and we believe it. 
And that's where your belief system has to come from. Not how you were trained, not what Nana and Grandma and Auntie and Uncle and Titi and Kiki and Cuckoo and all of them said. No. What does the word say? Right? What does the word say? God said it. We believe it. Believe it. Speak it. Receive it. Have it. And don't doubt it. Believe the word. Speak the word. Receive the word. Have the word. And don't doubt it. In Christ Jesus, we already. Look at your neighbor and say, already. You don't got to beg for it. You don't got to fight for it. You already have all that you will ever need. Jesus already redeemed you. Jesus already saved you, healed you, prospered you, delivered you, restored you, empowered you with all that you will ever need. Believe it, speak it, receive it, have it, and don't doubt it. Amen? To be spiritually minded is to be word-minded. We got to put the word on repeat in our life. It's because this, this happens to us when we got music going on, we got movies, whatever it is, right? It's Halloween, you got the spooky season out, just whatever it is. When that's all you're thinking about, then you need to wake up, pay attention, and get the word on. Wake up and pay attention. I go through seasons where like I love country music, right? It's just like being raised in Arizona, I don't know what it is. But when that's all that I'm hearing, and that's all that I'm replaying in my mind, when randomly the song comes and I'm singing, I'm like, girl, you need to get the word on repeat like that, right? Because it's saying something dumb, and you're not in that situation. Your boo didn't leave you, and the dog kick you, and everything's over, and all you got is glasses. No. No. That ain't you, and that ain't your life. But you know what? You're going to start believing and speaking and meditating. The enemy's after our thoughts. Why? Because then we start believing, speaking, picturing, imagining. Your imagination, there you go, expecting, hoping. What? That song, <laughs> that movie, whatever it is. Believe and speak the word. You got to have some self-discipline, right? Paul said in Philippians 4, 8, finally, believers, we are believers, and we believe and speak the word. Whatever is true, Whatever is honorable and worthy of respect, whatever is right and confirmed by God's word, whatever is pure and wholesome, whatever is lovely and brings peace, whatever is admirable and of good character, if there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, think continually on these things. Center your mind on them and implant them in your heart, the things which you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things in your daily life. That's how we become hearers and doers. It's our daily life that matters, right? And God, who is the source of peace and well-being, will be with you. Think continually on these things. Think continually on the word of God. Center your mind on the word. Implant the word in your heart, right? This is what we got to do. Believe it, speak it, receive it, have it, and don't doubt it. Don't doubt it. We can't doubt the word of God because in Christ Jesus, we already have all that we will ever need. 2 Peter 1.3. For his divine power has bestowed on us absolutely 
everything necessary for a dynamic spiritual life and godliness through true and personal knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. We have all that we will ever need. Come on, how are you all ready to walk in that authority, walk in that life, walk in that power? Our spirit is perfect. Our spirit is mature. Our spirit is complete, right? What's the holdup then? Our knowledge <laughs> says in the true knowledge of him, our knowledge of God. We've got to grow in understanding. We've got to grow in the knowledge of God, our mind, our old way of doing things. If we don't get new information, we will become exactly what was modeled to us, either by our um, generation, our parents. You know, you're like, oh, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. And you are exactly that unless you get new information. Unless you get new information, we have to get the word of God, the knowledge of God. We've got to renew our mind to the word of God because your mind believes you. Who? Your mind believes you. We need our minds to be meditated and centered on the word of God. So that's what our mind is thinking about, imagining, having hope and great expectation because we're meditating and we're focused on the word of God, right? Paul said in Romans 12 too, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. How many of you are ready to know the will of God for your life? What is the will of God? What's the will of God? The will of God is that you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior and become a child of God. What's the will of God? We find the will of God in the word of God. That's where we find the will of God, that you love others as he loved you. How many of y'all know, how many of y'all ready to love others as he loved you? Let me tell you, if you love others the way God loved you, you won't lie to them. You won't cheat them. Come on, you won't curse them. You won't envy them. You won't hate them. You won't be bitter at them. Why? Because you love him the way Christ loved you. You know how Christ loves you? He gave his life for you. He loves you unconditionally. There is no conditions. There's no attitude. There's no fit you can throw. There's nothing you can do that will ever change the love of God. Come on, let's return that in honor and glory and thanksgiving to him. He loves us unconditionally. We honor him unconditionally. We may not understand why and what, but we're going to honor God. We're going to give him thanks and we getting through to the other side. Do you believe that? Do you agree? Amen. We're going to honor him unconditionally. He loves us unconditionally. Love others unconditionally because we love with conditions. Do this and I'll love you. You do that, I don't love you because we don't understand love. That's why. But we're going to, God is love guys. Not love is love. God is love. And the only way that we're going to discover love is to discover who God is in the word, right? His will is that you prosper and that you be in health. How many are ready to prosper and be in health in all things, right? His will is that you grow in the knowledge of God. His will is that you apply spiritual wisdom. His will is that you walk in integrity. His will is that you bear much fruit. His will is that you stay single-minded. 
Not double-minded in all your ways, this and that, and this, this new fad, and this comes and that goes. Single-minded about the word of God. Come on. That you have fervent love for others. That you go into all the world, win the lost, and make disciples. Come on. This is God's will. What's God's will for my life? Dive in the word. Renew your mind. That you be strengthened. How many are ready to be strengthened and empowered in the spirit? Let's go. Come on. In the word. That you have his perfect peace and joy. This is God's will, and where we discover God's will is in the word of God. We renew our mind to the word of God, and our faith is engaged through knowledge. And that's why it's so important that we show up to grow up, have maximum development in every area of our life. We come to church to hear the word. We come to church so that we can grow. We come to church so that we can apply and it's time to go beyond in our knowledge of God. Paul said in Romans 10, 17, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing by the word of God. What is on repeat in your life? Because your faith is building in that. That's why we guys sometimes be like, what am I listening to? Get the word on repeat. Get the word on repeat. I'm telling you, put the word on you have trouble going to sleep. Anybody got a trouble falling asleep? Put the word of God on. You are out in two seconds. That Bible hits. But no, this is what we're doing instead. Scrolling our sleep away. No. Put the word on because faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing. Guys, what is faith? Faith is belief. Come on. Faith is belief. Faith is the substance of things confidently expected. And what we believe, we believe the word. Come on. We believe the word of God, therefore we speak the word. We believe, therefore we speak. We believe, therefore we speak. We speak in the word of God over our lives. We speak in the word of God over our health. Come on. We speak in the word of God over our family, over our children, over our finances, over this church. How many of you guys are so grateful, so thankful to have Love Life Church? How many of you are so grateful, so thankful for the word of God that we get every week here at this church? Speak life over this place. Come on. Speak faith over this place. We speak the word of God over our nation. Come on. Over our city, over our communities, over our schools. We speak in the word of God over this world. Let's go. God has already blessed us with all spiritual blessings. Believe it. Speak it. Have it. Receive it. And don't doubt it. Come on. Come on. I don't, I don't know why I say that. Just telling myself, come on, let's go. Paul said in Ephesians 1.3, Blessed and worthy of praise be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms in Christ. Do you know that all authority has been given to Christ and he's given us authority and you know what that means? That the enemy has none. Stop believing the lie. Stop falling for the con. Don't let him trick you and trap you and snare you. No. No, we're going to be empowered with the word of God. We're going to believe and speak the word of God because in Christ we already we already have all that we will ever need. Let's discover who we truly are in the spirit. 
Come on, not just what we see on the outside, who we truly are in the spirit, and let's produce fruit. How many ready to produce fruit that others can partake of, right? Produce fruit in the time of need. We're going to produce the consequences of the spirit. Let's produce the consequences of the word of God. We're going to produce results and the rewards of the spirit. To be spiritually minded, come on, is to be word-minded. Paul said in Galatians 5.22, But the fruit of the Spirit, the result of his presence within us through a close face-to-face relationship is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, the ability to wait. Not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. How many know that's patience? We have the ability to wait. But it's how we act while waiting. Anybody been in line? Yes. Like I will drive to a way further store so that I will not have to wait in such a long line. Because I ain't got the patience. The fruit of the spirit needs to develop in that area. Right? Anybody with the Costco? I'm like, oh my gosh. Are you kidding me? I came for two things. The line is... A mile down the road. So I will drive 10 more miles to go to a Costco that's way less busy. And I'm not telling you which one I go to. Don't be looking for me. Seriously. Why do I find everybody at Costco, you know? You're looking like sweats on, natted bun right here. Like, I'm just like, hey. Just let me get my two items and get out of here, right? Because I'm saving $10. (laughs) That I pay in membership. Anybody? Whatever. Patience. Not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. And those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature together with its passions and appetites. If we claim... To live by the Holy Spirit. We must also walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage. Our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. We're over here thinking people who, who are walking in the Spirit, they just speak in tongues wherever they go. No, it's walking in integrity. Having good character, having moral courage, right? Let's have the moral courage to walk in the Spirit and become all that God has called us to be. And we got to, we have to align our belief system with the Word of God. What does God's Word say? Because our belief system guides our decision making. If you believe that you are nothing, you're going to make bad decisions. If you believe that you are a son and a daughter of God and that God has a plan and a purpose for your life, you're going to make way better decisions for your life because you know that he is, has a plan for you and you start to value yourself. We got, we got a generation that makes bad decisions because they don't know who they are. They're going through an identity crisis and identity theft, right? No, but the only place that we find our identity is in Christ. We have a new identity in him. We got to discover it. And we got to get bold and we got to get brave and we got to tell others. We got to tell others about Jesus. We got to tell others about his goodness. We got to tell others, but we got to walk it, right? 
We got to walk it like we talk it. What we got to walk, we got to walk out the word. It's amazing because young people will call me and they say, what does this look like? And I think I love those kind of calls. I love those kind of questions. What does this look like? And sometimes I get a question and I tell my sisters and I'm like, like, I'm like, this shocks me. And uh, I just got this call and uh, my older sister should tell us like, I'm like, because we've never seen this modeled. And that's why this generation, they got to call and they got to ask these questions because they don't know what it looks like. And my older sister, let me tell you, your sister who knows you, right? She says, we have seen this modeled. I'm like, well, where? Who's modeling this? She's like, you, you're modeling it for us. You're walking it out. I wanted to cry right there. Like, <laughs> right? We got to model this thing. We got to let this, the world know what it looks like to walk in integrity and walk in love and lay our life down, right? Our belief system guides our decision making. What are you believing in your heart? And what are you speaking with your mouth? Because we need to believe and speak the word, right? In uh, Mark eleven twenty, in the morning, as they were passing by, the disciples saw that the fig tree had withered away from the roots. And remembering, Peter said to Jesus, I always want to be Paul in the Bible, okay? I'm Peter. I'm always Peter. I'm always the one saying something, rambling something, saying something to Pastor Dan. I'm like, oh, did I just say that? <laughs> Peter says to Jesus, Rabbi, Master, Jesus, look, look over there. The fig tree, which you cursed, has withered. And Jesus replied, have faith in God, right? Have faith in God constantly. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart in God's unlimited power, but believes that what he says is going to take place, it will be done for him in accordance with God's will. For this reason, I am telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer, in accordance with God's will, believe. What? Believe with confident trust that you have received them and they will be given to you. Come on. We got to believe that we receive. The fig tree was not producing figs. I love figs. Come on. If I was Jesus, I'd do the same thing. Dry up, you fig tree. The fig tree was not producing figs, so Jesus cursed it, right? And on the outside, everybody say outside. On the outside, it looked like nothing had happened. On the outside, nothing changed. And the disciples, they thought maybe it didn't work, right? The disciples were like, oh, maybe Jesus missed it. You know, imagine Jesus is like, be healed, and it's healed. Jesus says this, and he's cursing the fig tree, and they're like, mm, was he just throwing a fit? Because I don't think anything changed. I'm not sure anything happened, right? On the outside, nothing changed. Everything on the outside may take time to change. Everything on the outside. Anybody been going through stuff? Been things happening, and it's taking some time? 
right? Taking some time. Everything on the outside may take time to change. But on the inside, that fig tree died at the root. That fig tree died at the root, right? Have faith in God. Sometimes you got to tell yourself, have faith in God. Have faith in God. We got to be reminded that we got to have faith in God. We got to trust. And what else do we got to do? We got to speak to that mountain. We got to use our words. Life and death are in the power of the tongue. Speak to that mountain. Speak to the sickness. Speak to the anxiety. Come on, speak to the depression. Speak to the lack. Speak to the fear. Speak to the loneliness. You got to speak to it. You got to command it to go. And you got to believe and speak the word of God. Command it to line up with the word. Believe and speak the word. And don't doubt and you will have. Don't doubt it. Believe it. Speak it. Right? Don't doubt. Imagine, guys, sometimes things take time. Right? And you're, we're being moved by the outside. Anybody been moved by the outside? You've been moved by the bank account? You've been moved by the sickness? You've been moved by the pain? You've been moved by the feelings, right? Don't be moved by the outside, the natural, the lie, the evil report, the pain, right? Believe the word and speak the word. You have to. Okay, a few days ago, I got a headache. I never get a headache. I never get headaches. I don't, I don't believe in them. They're not a part of my life. So I got, a, I got a headache the other day, and I'm in my office, and guess what? I'm feeling for my, sorry for myself. I'm like, this sucks. Oh, this is lame. Why, why do I have a headache? I never get headaches. What's wrong? And I'm not, I'm not doing my work like I should. And I'm like, what are you doing? You don't believe in headaches. Get up. I stood up and I walked to the kitchen and I took authority over that headache. And I'm like, headache, you better leave. You got to get out of my body. I do not. You better line up. I don't care why. I don't care what. You got to go. And I walked out of the kitchen. And I just went about my work. And later on in the day, I was like, I don't have a headache. It worked. I don't remember when, I remember, I could have happened immediately as I walked out, but I took authority over that thing and it was gone, right? We have to draw a line in the sand, right? We're not going to live by our feelings. We're not going to live by sickness. We're not going to live by the natural. We're not going to live by the pain. We're not going to live by what we see. We're going to draw a line in the sand. No, I don't believe in headaches. I don't receive them. I believe in the word. I speak the word. I receive the word. I have the word. And I don't doubt the word. I doubt the headache. I doubt the lack. I doubt the evil report. I doubt the lie, right? Take a stand. It takes the same faith to heal cancer as it takes to heal that little headache. We believe we have great expectation and we walk in the supernatural, right? We look to the word. We look to the word as a spiritual mirror. If I want to know what I look like, I go to the mirror. I go to the mirror and I check it out, right? Anybody else like, yeah, looking smooth, like the fit, right? If we go in the natural, we go to the mirror. But if we want to see what we look like in the spirit, we got to look to the word, we got to look to the word. We got to look to God's word if we want to see the real us. If we want to see what God says about us. And God says that you are healed. 
God says that you are redeemed. God says that you are set free, that you are prosperous. God says that you are empowered, come on, and that we're in right standing with God, that we're an overcomer, that you're a child of God. We look to the spiritual mirror and stop looking to the natural, right? In Mark 9, 23, Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. How many are ready for all things are possible for him who believes? We believe that all things are possible. And we speak that all things are possible. And we're going to receive all things are possible. And we're going to have all things possible. And we're not going to doubt that all things are possible to those who believe. We're going to believe and speak the word. We're going to believe and speak God's goodness. And that's why we come to hear the word, so we can apply the word, so that we can be equipped with the word, so we can be empowered by the word, we can be strengthened by the word when we're out there in the time of need. We've got the word. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Love you guys. You all receive something tonight? Amen. Believe and speak the word. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your week and we'll see you Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you. Thank you.